Hello, Wedding Confessionals listeners. It's Brooke. And Pam. We're coming in a little early to remind you that this is kind of a, a weirder episode. It's a two-parter. Two parts. This is part two. Yes. Of our um, convo with Mike Watford. And we're going to get more into confessionals and advice. So if you haven't listened to part one, which is all the finding out about Mike's world of weddings, mm-hmm. go back to part one. Check it out. Listen. Listen, Pam says you should listen. And I, I got to tell you guys, you do what she says. You don't want to face the consequences. <laughs> so um, enjoy part two. And that's it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news. Sensational, irrational. It's wedding confessionals. Um, I feel like at this point we've definitely gotten to know you. Yeah. And I feel like you really understand weddings. You're in. You get Sweet. it. Sweet. I'm in the club. Oh, uh, you are. Congratulations. Awesome. You're in. Yes. You've cool. definitely passed the test to start to go into the confessional section of the podcast. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. Confessional. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, okay, Tammy? Yeah. You're up first, right? I am. Dear Wedding Confessionals, I want to be clear that I haven't had to tell this story because I'm ashamed. In fact, I will defend every decision made. It's just that it's pornographic nature requires a specific Ooh. audience and after Were it were the pervy audience for this pornographic story hold on because he blames you oh uh, after listening to brooke drop f-bombs like they're going out of style i'm convinced that you ladies are it listen i was given a note by my husband and i curbed it a little <laughs> not much slightly A couple years ago, I was at a wedding with my whole family. At this wedding, we were meeting the fiancé of one of my older cousins. My cousin is a lovely person, but her taste in men definitely leaves something to be desired. She had known this guy for about three months. I'm not sure what number fiancé he was, but he's now her fifth husband. No, no judging. Nope. No. Anyway, we were all at the cocktail hour and my sister took it upon herself to go introduce herself to my cousin's fiance. Let's call him, oh, I don't know, Donald, just to be, to pick a totally random name that has nothing to do with anything else these days. You know what's huh. funny is that I saw Donald, I immediately thought of Donald Duck. <laughs> I'm on my third think, drink. <laughs> I don't think that's where this person's going. Yeah, okay. Um, so anyway, keep going. Okay. So my sister holds out her hand and says, hi, I'm Emily. Donald grips her hand, gives her the full up and down old man leer and says, oh, don't you look pretty tonight? Ooh. I'm going to pause a moment to give you a moment because you, Mike's exact reaction (laughs) Uh, my cousin blinded by love notices and says nothing my sister immediately excuses herself dry heaves into a centerpiece and reports back to my brother and i what happened we spent the rest of the cocktail hour slinging back drinks to wash the bad taste out of our mouths but once the reception started we were able to exact revenge since Donald was on the other side, he didn't have a smartphone. He brought his digital camera, you know, the small ones that were really cutting edge in 2004, and he left it on the table, unattended. So my brother, being the stand-up guy he is, took Donald's camera into the men's room, snapped a picture of his junk on it, oh. and returned it to the table. Brooke. Whoa. 
Pam, I know the two wrongs don't make a right, but maybe <laughs> he'll be a little less creepy now. From Perv on my sister, you get a dicture. <laughs> dicture. Not a picture. A dicture. Oh my God. I've never heard that term before, by the way. That's this great. is, Pretty I don't good. know if this person coined it. Oh my God. First of all, I love that we've inspired you to show this story. <laughs> We gave this person a free space to tell oh this God. picture. Tell this picture? Tell this story? <laughs> I, I think it's hilarious. Wait. So how many times have you been like perved on and you like want to get revenge and be like, oh, it's so gross. And they were able to. I so, applaud you. I think so this was... the, the cousin then went on to marry this guy, though, it sounds like. Yeah. So he's still around. I wonder if eh. they're continuing every time they're with him. To try to figure out a way to just give him another dish. <laughs> this is so weird. <laughs> You're at a wedding. Just snapping pictures of your junk. Also, I love that this story was technically about like a wedding, but not at all. Not like, this. There's not. It's just like the wedding is happening. Yeah, and they're there's not like always, interested. I mean, this was a creepy it's cousin, a big family but there's wedding. like, yeah. you know, there's always some, you know, not always, I'm not going to say there's always, but this family had that creeper. I will. The, yeah, there's, there is always that guy. <laughs> <laughs> there's one at every wedding. You had 13 people at your wedding. I hope you avoided it. Well, I think we may have. Well, if you don't know who it is, it's you, right? Maybe it was you, Mike. Were you the creepy no, guy at your own that, wedding? No, I'd say this. Nobody got creepy at my wedding, but there, you know, there were people that, that there was, I, I better not say anything. <laughs> it's all good. I was going to say that, you know, if anyone is listening to this right now and they're planning their wedding and they're stressed out thinking about all the details and making sure everything's perfect because you want everyone at your wedding to have a wonderful time. This is the prime example <laughs> that half the time no one's paying attention <laughs> to the small have their, details, their own your drama going on. You no. know what I mean? Like yes. everyone has their own shit and their own storylines that have nothing to do with your cake cutting or what song you choose or when you do the this. So maybe this will help <laughs> relieve a little bit of your tension to know that you know this think about this bride and groom or groom or groom and bride and bride i don't know who they're getting married but the idea of the couple getting married at the moment has no idea that this like no. chaos is happening no that being said if they were pretty fun that'd be a great story to tell them the next day <laughs> <laughs> i would want to know i love this story should i love this story or is it wrong it's wrong. It's probably uh, illegal. <laughs> <laughs> is it? If you technically, I mean, isn't it? Wouldn't wouldn't it be? You know, maybe. I think it technically is illegal. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think you could probably be um, charged for sexual assault or at least harassment. For so that. don't we don't advise you to do this. No, don't do no. that. But we think it's funny. <laughs> I mean, it already happened. Do it to someone you know who would laugh about it, though. <laughs> but not to a total stranger. Oh my god! You're right. You're right they the were next, family. Are you ready to the next question? <laughs> are we? Okay. Okay. You ready? Let's do it. <clears throat> Numero dos. <clears throat> hey, wedding confessional gals. It's been bothering me that no one cares about my proposal story. I know it's petty, and ordinarily I would assume that people just didn't care at all. But I have a friend in the same friendship group that got engaged at a similar time. She and her fiance get asked their story all the time. 
I can't help but feel the instant disinterest once someone finds out that I, a woman in a hetero relationship, did the proposing. There seems to be an assumption that me asking at all is the whole story. The whole story is actually really cute if anyone bothered to listen. From (laughs) boring or sexist? I want to hear your story. That's immediately what I thought when we got this in. Yes. So listen, first of all, that sucks. Let's put it out there. The emotion you're having and you want to know if it's justified. It's real. Yeah. It's real. Fucking sucks. Yeah. So people, so, so I just, so, so basically she starts to tell the story and people just stop it. Like, oh my God, you asked. Wow. And then she never gets the rest of it out. They don't get, get past that. They don't get past that because they're just freaked out that she asked. That, that she messed up the social norm Mm -hmm. and that's, and they think that that's the story. And mm. you can't blame them for their reaction, though. You you know, can you? I mean, or, or can you? I don't know. I wonder if the person who also got married about the same time in the, the other friend group, I wonder if they're just really more, not want to say pushy about telling their story, but just more, oh, you have to hear about this. Blah, blah, you know what I mean? Like they're more sellers. And if you're kind of more of a casual laid back person, that maybe I just well, I think I think also, sorry, you were No, 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 go ahead. I'm kind of losing my train of thought. I I think that I think that's a natural reaction of the person who who was surprised with the proposal has the story. Like I know and and we have we have learned with the guys who have come on our podcast who tell their stories and it's always really interesting to hear but no one ever hears that part. And I think that this female I don't think it's a sexist thing. I think it that's just how it works. It's not you are, necessarily yeah. you don't ever hear like I know my husband didn't get, you know, asked his side of the story. It was me because I didn't know what was coming and I got the surprise. So I'm the one that actually has more, not necessarily has it, but that's the story that gets told. Not the one that's like, oh, well, I, you know, I planned for this, this and this, you know, that that story doesn't get told. And I don't think it's a sexist thing that she's going with. I think it's more just like that's the norm. I don't it's think- surprising, right? I mean, I think that's the reaction people are having. They're surprised. I don't, don't think that means you know, it's sexist. It's just like, wow, that's so unusual um, that that piques people's interest and they probably want to discuss that um, and never give her a chance to tell the rest of her story. I will say, I want you to email us back. Yes. Or get on hashtag tell your secret. That's not a hashtag. We can start it. But yeah, go on our (laughs) website or call us or whatever. I think that you send it through the tell us our secret option. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. Um, I want you to tell us specifically in detail your, your entire story. story. Yeah. And we want to read it on the show in a couple episodes from now. I really do. I want to know. I I'm do. now actually very curious. I do want to know. It is it's different and I definitely want to hear. And and I've enjoyed all of the stories that the guys do come and tell us, but I just I I think that that's more of the natural reaction is not necessarily whether it's guy or girl it's just who gets proposed to 
is I will the say, one who has the story. I would ask everyone for all the details anyway, but that's just who I am. I mean, I started a damn podcast about this. It's true. <laughs> so when she says that people don't ask, I'm like, that's so weird. I would immediately ask. Yeah, I would ask too. I will say too. Because it's different. I, I hope that in this, that it doesn't take away from the excitement and the the thrill of everything that's coming right now. You know what I mean? I hope this isn't like holding you down and making it so you don't feel like other people care about this upcoming wedding or you know what I mean? This relationship. I hope that there's a way to kind of move forward. I think it's actually badass that she did that. I mean, I think it's fucking cool. I'm I'm interested in here. Hopefully this, I'm not about to insert uh, sexism here, but I'm interested in, and how the I'm assuming she proposed to a man. That's the story, right? Yeah, it's yes. hetero. Mm-hmm. Right. So, right. So, I'm interested in how what his take on that was. Um, and I know that's not her story. And she's like, Ugh. yeah, you know, but that's part of it. But it, that is part of it. Like, you don't, as a man, Spoiler. you're not, you're not used to that. He said yes. <laughs> well, apparently, yeah, apparently <laughs> he did. You know, but uh, you know, I mean. Was he the was it was he like oh my god was he relieved that he didn't have the pressure of doing that or was he like hey you took a moment away from me, I mean, um, uh, or was it neither of those? I, I would be interested in in what what he what his reaction. Was I will well. say as a as a as a, a lady in my younger days out out in the dating scene, I did oh, do a lot of asking guys out. Did you? Yeah. Wow. I went through a phase where I was like, you know what? I'm not waiting. I'm yeah. just going to like, if there I like go. a guy, I'm just going to be like, I want your number, blah, blah, blah. It is empowering. It's shit. Yeah. They are always <clears throat> super flattered by it. Yeah, totally. Sure. I had a great record. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I will can tell say, you, I, I enjoyed that. I can only imagine the thrill of like the empowerment end of it, of being not only like, I mean, I'm just asking a dude out on a date or asking for his number. Going like for the going for the kill, yeah, yeah. But I let mean, me like, this. will you fucking marry me? I think it's badass. Did you did, um, to to uh, can I divert to your story for sure. a second? Yeah. Did you find? I'm interested to know. Did you find that when you asked a guy out on a date that he assumed that since you were were the type of girl who was bold enough to ask him out that you that he was going to get a certain physical rewards I thought out of you were going to say if I was going to pay for dinner but you, <laughs> no, meant, but you no, meant like really for dessert guys, forget guys, dinner guys don't care about that oh um <laughs> first of all one I did come prepared financially to pay for everything but right. I never did uh have to um and then the the physical end of stuff I mean if we're being honest Mike wasn't really that prudish <laughs> okay all right i'm just because as i think a lot of guys when you were when you got when they if they got asked out yeah. by a girl they'd be very flattered and they would also be like i'm getting you're getting laid, laid. Yeah. yeah yeah so that so you know i don't think necessarily it ends with like like that far on a first date right yeah but i mean if you are like empowered enough to Oh, I will say a woman that is empowered enough to ask a guy out or ask for a number and like in- initiate that end of it mm-hmm. is probably also empowered enough to be like, these are my boundaries. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, Which I think is is great, by the way. Welcome That's to dating, another... dating confessionals. <laughs> right. It's another story. <laughs> I have a daughter. So I'm I, so I've yeah. I, I have these dating scenarios and, and rules 
sort of. She's I like was just doing air quotes. Four, right? She's four, <laughs> yes. But I'm already, <laughs> I'm already like just they're they're on they're on a constant cycle in my in my brain about because I'm I'm thinking like man I've got about ten years until I have to start really so I've got ten years to prepare myself for it but just. Uh, just just make her coming from the daughter of a six and a half year old you have less than 10 years really oh my gosh <laughs> is she already dating she's six she is not officially dating but she has crushes on boys in school she does that's sweet mm. so, does. Does, so does so does my girl she does too she has yeah. crushes there's a boy that oh god and unfortunately uh, we hang out with him all the time and i love his family and I, no i love okay you know what i mean unfortunately for my for uh, for my stress Guys, he level, he's clenching his fist right now. <laughs> <laughs> Daddy can't she's handle my, this. She's my little princess, you know. I mean, I've got I've got a certain amount of time to deal with it and get ready for it. And I know that you know. I mean, the one thing that every friend of mine who has older daughters has told me is like, yeah, it's gonna happen, buddy. You get ready for it. But you gotta get. You gotta come to terms with it. What about your son? I, I feel the same way about my son. And if we're going to uh, uh, deviate off of this, uh, actually, a, in today's environment, I'm actually a little more worried about my son. Because in today's environment, you don't want to cross boundaries and and have that come back and bite you in the ass. And yeah, it, it you want to respect. Yes. You want to really... You it, it It's nerve-wracking because I think every guy who, you know who has been, you know, sexually active or in the dating scene and stuff for parts of their life, um, has, has been in a scenario where they, they didn't know what the boundaries were and they pushed the boundaries to find the boundaries and then maybe realize, oh gosh, maybe I pushed these boundaries a little too far. And, and I feel like that's part of figuring it out, you know, and, um, can I, can I give you a tip mm-hmm. and something that I don't know how to tell more guys this asking any question can come across as sexy if you do it right. Yeah. Well, I, can I kiss you? Well, that's how. Can that's I, I do this? Mind. Like honestly, ask sure. questions. But you want to know what I found? Can I touch your butt? My- <laughs> 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 can I touch your butt? That, uh, I, 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 you know, and the and the, the opportunity to say no. That's the way that I. That's the way they operated with my wife. Yeah. And and she thought it was the greatest thing ever, and and yes. that's why we're together. Um, so long story short, please send us your story. I want to yes. know. I want to know this proposal. I know. I want to hear it. Pam wants to know. Mike wants yes, to know. Yes, I want to know. I will listen to, Mike, that, to that podcast. Mike, avid podcast listener. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I'm making the, I'm promising right here and right now in this room yeah. in front of these two ladies that if she writes back i will listen to that podcast it's only because we tell you that she wrote back in and that's <laughs> well yeah you're gonna 100%. have to tell me yeah you're gonna have to tell me listen to this one we'll you're let not, you know you are not our target demo it's fine <laughs> okay mike you have to read the last one last one's right. you okay great um okay so all right dear wedding confessionals i'm getting married in one month and i'm very worried about my fiance's health she's all things wedding she has every bridal book and magazine and is on every bridal website, been to every bridal convention, and her secret wedding Pinterest board is no joke. But she is stressing herself out past the point of no return, and we still have a month to go. Our wedding is going to be amazing, and it will really be all because of her. But at this point, I'm just hoping that she makes it. 
I know what you're going to say. Start by helping her where I can. And trust me, I've tried. Yes, we have a wedding coordinator, but she's convinced that she's got this and doesn't need or want any help. Ladies, what can I do to make sure my bride makes it to the altar from needing a bridal break is an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, Pam? (laughs) Thoughts? I mean, yes. My initial thought is, you know, how how can you help her? Xanax? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I feel like, I mean, and especially somebody as a doer, and I did a lot for my wedding. I'm like, I got this. You know, I I can do all of this. But in the end, you start realizing, like, whoa, there's a time limit. And in order to get all of this done that I have in my head, I am going to need help. And that's that's the hardest part is asking for help and need and realizing that you need to because I am definitely one of those people and I'm like, I can handle this by myself. So I my advice is just keep trying. You have to try, you have to have empower your wedding coordinator to get in there like be a little stronger, get in there and be a little more forceful, I think. Is there a possibility that there's nothing he can do? And it's yes. three to four weeks more of this and he should just kind of ride it out. I mean, the last month before you get married, it is very nerve wracking. Mm-hmm. It is. And if you're not a person that's ever had like a big event deadline thing in your life, that's really just kind of taken over. It can seem very weird. It's, I will say we, all three of us are in the entertainment industry. So at some point we have been working on projects where leading up to the big event or the big production or the big, whatever's going on, it does get kind of hairy and mm-hmm. really tense. And it's a lot of stuff. And it doesn't throw us, I think, as much as someone who maybe has a job or has a type of career or study that they have done their whole life. So it is a little more, you know, there's, Constant. yeah, it's just a steady and it's not an ebb and flow. And this can seem overwhelming to someone who's used to just things kind of swimming along. It sounds sure. like this is written by a straight dude. It doesn't say on here, but like. This is written by a yeah, straight dude. No, right? because yeah. of her. It, it's a guy and he says her. So yeah. yeah, I just don't know if it, I mean, I just getting the, I'm getting the vibe that it's a straight dude. And a lot of times. They think that he doesn't know how to handle this and is like. I just think this is I, new to him and it's a lot. And I think, he do? I think he's doing all he can do. I, I think, think you he just clearly have to cares be here. because he notices that I she's stressed out. Yes. yes. I think it's nice. I think that you're, what can I do to help? You're already like aware that there's a coordinator. Foot massages. Yeah. I think that the yes. best thing you can do is try not to get in a fight and try to be as supportive as possible and just kind of write it out. She seems like a type A that she just wants to get through this. Her emotions are heightened. There does come a point, I will say, you know, like that time in your life at any moment where you're really like really high with the energy and someone tells you to calm down. And it's like the worst fucking thing they can tell you. Don't ever say that. Right? <laughs> Don't ever say I that. I just feel like she's reached that point and you're trying to figure out a way to tell her to calm down and we're telling you 
Let her fly. Unless she's genuinely like her hair is falling out in clumps or she's not sleeping or there's, but if it's just, this is the natural, there's a big event in your life. You're kind of stressed out. Sometimes that happens. I don't know. I just feel like maybe she's not that crazy. Am I crazy? No, she's not crazy. She's, it's a natural thing. She's a bride. It's a huge, (laughs) it's a huge freaking deal, you know? And that's why my advice to this guy would be, first of all, where you can simplify simplify as best as you can now at this point it's a month away so basically the parameters are set and it sounds like i'm guessing this is a somewhat somewhat of a big wedding you know it's definitely not going to be a 13 person wedding at chapel of the holy dove by the by the, the looks of it but i would say and something that 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 was sort of my mantra when we were getting married and i actually planned a lot of our wedding was um was to just realize that you're going to work you're and this is something he could say to her first of all to say i'm okay with whatever happens i love you and i'm going to be happy to me it's just i want to be there and if you want to you want this flower choice this color choice that's awesome great i'm fine with that if if she's the if she's making those choices <laughs> but then i would also say you work to you make it what it is and then when we get there let's let it go when it gets on that day, let's realize we've worked really, really, really hard. And on that day, anything can happen and we're okay with it. It doesn't matter. If the drapes fall off, if the if a dog runs across uh, the stage, if the ring bearer you know, starts crying, whatever happens, because those things do happen, right? They do. You got to be just be okay with it on that day. And I think you, that's something you have to prepare yourself to do. You can't just wake up that day and be like, I'm going to be okay with all this after I've worked a solid year to get here. You have to work up to being okay with it. So I think that to me, that's something that he could sort of let her know is that like, it's going to be all right. You know, this is beautiful what we've put together here. And when it happens, it's, it's about us on that day and let's make it that. I like that. Yeah. Maybe it's just words of encouragement of like, you're doing great. Yeah. I think this is looking Mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. You're doing such a good job. Maybe that would be the way rather than trying to calm her down or, or get involved in doing this stuff. Because if she is the type, it sounds like he's trying, she doesn't probably want him doing that. I would guess, but she might like a cheerleader. Exactly. And just know that I know that you feel like you're in this awful place and it's never going to end. There's an end There's date. There's a date. Yeah. 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 And then it then really is different afterwards. It, changes. it is. It's over. Enjoy that unclench. day. Holy yes. crap. Enjoy yes. that day because yes. the rest of the the rest of the marriage, marriage is great, but the rest of the marriage is not as amazing as that day. Let's face it. That's an, that's that's like <laughs> one of the pinnacle moments of your entire journey together it's an amazing is that day. day. Yeah. So enjoy it. I I think that all you can do is be a positive supportive person in her life and you're going to get through you are and maybe you should also have a drink because she's stressing you out man <laughs> it's hard it is get a drink for both of you i know it's tough is that it that was it that's it i don't know why i looked back at you to be like there's another story there's not another story nope not okay. today that's okay um uh that means we're moving on to the bridal breaks bridal breaks. hey um do you guys have your bridal breaks has everyone yes. done their homework? Mm-hmm. I've got my homework right here. Um, do you want to go oh. first? Me? Oh my gosh! Do you really? want me to go first? I'll go first. You seem nervous. It's okay. <laughs> I'll go first so you can kind of get an idea just of what wanna, this is. I just want to judge from somebody else's how good mine is first. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, 
so my bridal break this week, and I'm not mailing it in. It's going to sound like I'm mailing it in, mm. but I'm really not. Okay. There's a show that is now back for um, its allegedly last season. We'll see. HGTV's Fixer Upper, mm-hmm. which is, I think, also, I think old episodes are available on Netflix. I have to double check. It is the corniest basic bitch show <laughs> about home renovations and i love it i will say it's so soothing i don't know if it's because i am originally from the south and watching people from texas with their little accents and their huge family renovate homes it just like soothes me i'm a little <laughs> perturbed by the gender roles they have put on their children but i just try to put that aside during the show <laughs> it's fine but the show is basically um in case you haven't seen it which is amazing because it is the biggest show on hgtv and now hgtv um uh personalities are making it onto like the cover of us weekly mm-hmm. have you noticed that so like hgtv personalities are way bigger than they were like 10 years ago right i have not noticed that oh it's weird the property brothers are everywhere i don't know who you're talking about oh god you're so (laughs) (laughs) to be mike watford (laughs) anyway so um the show fixer upper on hgtv it stars chip and joanna Gaines. chip is a contractor and joanna is a um uh interior designer right oh Mm -hmm. you say this so you know this show too maybe yeah (laughs) um and every episode basically they meet a couple they shop around a couple different homes that are like rundown homes and they figure out which one they're going to renovate. And then they do pretty elaborate renovations to get it um, to uh, a modern standard of beauty and space and convenience and stuff like that. And Joanna is very good at what she does and she's very sweet. And Chip is also really good at what he does as a contractor, but also a complete ding dong, like silly guy. (laughs) Which I think is fun. The first season was kind of boring. And then they realized they needed to lean into the fact that he's kind of hilarious. And now it's just, it's, it's great, guys. I'm, I'm <laughs> mad that I like this show because it's kind of corny. But I love it so much. So um, I think that it's a good show if you want to, in the middle of planning your wedding where you feel like <laughs> nothing is finalized and everything's up in the air. It's really soothing to watch a show where someone works at something and there is a complete ending where it's they've satisfied and they've done it and you just like to see a complete product it's Mm -hmm. kind of like watching a cooking show yes and i feel like that's why i like this show so much is that you see the mess and then you see the cleanup and the beauty shots this is the last season right it allegedly is i believe this is actually just a contract negotiation i think they're gonna be back Mm -hmm. i don't think this is like a barbara streisand quote-unquote final tour i don't (laughs) think this is over they're at the height of this stuff Mm-hmm. I think that this is I think this is a really baller move on their end and it's gonna work <laughs> I, I'm in you heard it here folks. yeah 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 yeah. if this ends up happening please re- resort back to episode 36 <laughs> of wedding Confessions. <laughs> um so uh Pammy yes what you got well I know I'm kind of a, a stickler and frown upon two bridal breaks but this week wait a minute i know i I have two good and i gave one bridal break i have never given two and it's that's true it's your turn this is my first time we're due well i mean i could give one but then it's not a drink so that's why i'm gonna give two um 
My first one is I'm going to plug my husband's show that just came out on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Um, He was the director on a show called Shot in the Dark, and it is now available on Netflix. He talked about it on his episode, but it wasn't out yet. Yes. So it is now available to download and I guess you don't download it, but you binge it and um, stream it, stream it, binge it. It's um, it's really intense and fun. So it's not one of those like I'm going to fall asleep to kind of shows. Like if you turn this on, you're you're going to be up. Uh, it's pretty intense, but it's amazing. And um, so, yeah, that's one. Yeah. That sounds like an awesome show, by the way. And I didn't realize that it was out yet. I knew it, it was just coming came out. out. It's very recent. Yes. Yeah. We will definitely be watching that in our house. It's fun. Um, my second one is I found this really fun website called intoxicologist.net. You told me before we started recording that you're kind of now obsessed with this website. I kind of I am. feel like a lot of cocktails are going to come from here. You were jazzed. Well, I mean, the, the holidays are here and I found <laughs> this website and I found one of... We're recording this before Thanksgiving. You're like, the holidays are here. <laughs> I guess Halloween. There is a turkey in my refrigerator defrosting right now. (laughs) They are here. Fair enough. Um, Anyway, so this one's called the 12 Days of Christmas Cocktails. And I pretty much went through this whole thing going, yes, please, yes, please, yes, please. So um, if you want to look for it, it's intoxicologist.net. And I will just, um, I guess I'll just pick my favorite or not even favorite because I, I think all we of got them a whole month are of these guys. kind of my favorites. Yeah. So I, I'm in one, I'm one of those weird people that, yes, I like pumpkin. I know you're either polar about pumpkin. You either love it or you don't. Who doesn't like a pumpkin? Me. You mean pumpkin spiced? Anything. Spice pumpkin. Mm-hmm. What? No. So you don't like nutmeg? Not really. <gasps> I, I, I don't like pumpkin pie. I like sweet potato pie. I'm which has so a sad that this episode will now never air. <laughs> it's so disappointing. We spent so long in here. I like here. carving pumpkins. I like that a lot. All right. But I don't oh, like wow. eating them. No. Nothing like pumpkin that. flavored. No, I'm one of those guys, like you said, I, I kind of get... Kind of get angry when all the pumpkin spice. Stuff do you prefer an apple pie over a pumpkin pie? No, I do not like fruit pies. <gasps> mm. no Chocolate fruit pies. pie? Oh yeah, pecan okay. pie. Mm. Oh, pecan. Pecan pie. That's right. Pecan I don't like pie. pie at all. <laughs> what? I know. I remember Why that. Why do you hate America? I thought about having. It was either like a baby shower or a birthday party for you at a place that was called house of pies in North Hollywood. And I was like, like, it looks so cute. And you were like, um, I hate pie. I don't know. And I, I was like, pie. why do you hate me? I just won't choose it. I won't choose. Like if there's other no. options, yeah. I will, I will choose. I'm a cookie girl. I'm a cookie oh, monster. Cookies, my Great. number one too. It's cookie. I mean, you've gotten me cookie, like those big ass I cookies. I made her a cookie cake. Yes. A cookie cake. And I can physically, make the cookie well, cookie, it's a cake, cookie cake though, but it's the not design a it's a not cake. good it's still a cookie no it's a cookie cake it's but a big ass let cookie. me ask you have you ever had a warm pecan pie with cinnamon ice cream on it have you ever had that it's really good it's freaking amazing i i will i She'll will politely eat it, it. <laughs> but, but if i like, have my choice it's like, never like going to be pretty much <laughs> Um, so Sorry, what is your this has nothing to do with pumpkin. I was just saying how it would like polar it is. 
But eggnog is another thing. You either mm. like it or you don't. Mike? No. Oh, I am pro eggnog. I'm pro eggnog as well. Oh my God. I, oh, we're in eggnog season now. <gasps> I know. You're literally me remembering that eggnog's a thing. I'm oh. so excited now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Continue. Okay, go. I've already bought my first. Can we like, have whatever this weird in... drink is? Yes. Okay. I've never had a boozy eggnog. I've I never had either. I've always done like virgin. That used Almost to be the vegetarian. only time my grandparents drank. <laughs> but would, that wasn't. An... It was like a thing every year. My my aunts would come over. And um, they'd make eggnog, and then the kids would have to go to bed, and the eggnog got bourbon, yeah, right. yeah. and then shit got crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I just worry about like eggnog and booze. Like it just seems like a tummy disaster. Yeah, I know, right? That's why I don't. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> it's like it doesn't seem right. First of I all, only drinking have eggs, a small yeah. amount of eggnog. I have a very small amount. Anyway, continue. <laughs> So this one is called the eggnog martini recipe. It has eggnog, it has vanilla vodka, amaretto liqueur, and grated nutmeg or cinnamon. You just combine it all in a cocktail shaker with ice and strain it into a chilled martini glass. And it sounds amazing. Oh my God. I mean... That might have to be happening in person the next time we hang out. Yeah, I think vanilla vodka. Vanilla vodka. I don't have that in stock. You're gonna, I do. do you, okay, great. <laughs> I got you covered. If I get the eggnog and you bring the vanilla vodka, and I the already amaretto. Have, do you have amaretto? I have to check. I definitely have nutmeg. Okay, I will We're say it's a, it's a very well constructed drink. I mean, very. Maybe you'll those like flavors. it. Uh, maybe uh, he's not no. he's not he's just I'm being not polite he's I'll, a <laughs> i will i will drink your eggnog the same way that pam eats my my pecan pecan pie. <laughs> rolling my eyes but i'll do it yeah, well, fair enough so polite <laughs> so polite so, so that's my two um i realize i never told anybody what a bridal break is i'm gonna oh. do it on the back end it's Let's fine it. uh, a bridal break for those who don't know um these are just suggestions we give to brides and anyone planning weddings um what you took Keep my going. clipboard no yep no i'm trying i have a clipboard with all the different god damn it pamela she got the clipboard that's telling her all the different ways you can listen to our podcast because she knows i'm <laughs> quizzing her in like three minutes she stole the clipboard you had a whole <laughs> conversation with your daughter about not cheating in school I'm and that you do this shit <laughs> awful a bridal break for new listeners are for brides and grooms or anyone playing a wedding of just breaks to take away from your wedding to do something fun that has nothing to do with weddings so that when you have to go back to playing your wedding you're not a complete monster who know who is a complete monster me who stole the clipboard to cheat she's so bold about it I tried to do it while you were talking so that you I wouldn't... like that you thought it was slick. <laughs> it wasn't slick at all. <laughs> I'm literally watching you doing it. Well, I knew you were watching. You're I like didn't think you would call toddler, me out. Toddler going for that cookie jar right in front of you. Like, Who do you they... think trained me? My toddler. <laughs> <laughs> so now that we've done the bridal breaks, we've reached the part where we check in with our guests to see what what do they want to plug. Wait, I gotta do my bridal break. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. I did I jump? You did. You did, but that's okay. We jumped back. No, it's okay. 
someone stole my clipboard. <laughs> and I blew it. it. I totally really made her lose her concentration. Rattled me. You know what it was? I just assumed your bridal break was a pecan was pie. <laughs> <laughs> Please that, would be, that is a good bridal break, though. What is your bridal break, Mike? I'm my so bridal sorry. break is something um, that uh, we call Dork of the Rings. And um, this is a name that was uh, given to this um, event by uh, some old roommates that I used to have. And basically what Dork of the Rings is, if you, I think it'd be a great thing. You get your bridal party together. You might even mix both of them, the, the, the boys and the girls all together. And uh, you got to have a whole day to do this. You get a whole together. day. Yeah, okay. you, get, you get together. You have some breakfast. And uh, somebody's <laughs> got to plan. Somebody's got to make some plans for meals. But basically what you do is you watch every Lord of the Rings movie back to back. Including The Hobbit? And, well, the, that's a the, long that, day. The, that's an asterisk with the, with the Hobbit because, okay, so just because the here's, here's the thing. Three movies? There, there's, there, there's a limit to what, you can, to what you can actually physically watch in a day, especially if you're going to go hardcore, which I don't recommend for the first time, but if you're going to go hardcore and watch the director's cuts because that's like an oh. extra hour on each yeah. one. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you, I did not grow up watching The Hobbit, uh, or reading The Hobbit. I don't know if you guys did or The, or the Lord of the Rings. I always thought that was kind of weird. Uh, I thought like it was weird drama people that read those books, even though I was one of those weird people. drama <laughs> people. I, I was going to say, uh... <laughs> yeah, that, you're right. It was. Very, I read The Hobbit. It's make very sense. funny. Uh, I didn't expect it to be funny, but it's he's got a great sense of humor in his writing I style. I didn't read. I didn't read a one of those books. Not a one. And and so actually, when the first time I did this, the Dork of the Rings, it was. Uh, <laughs> that we still don't really know what it is. It was, it was it was an amazing experience. Well, it's it's watching all the movies. Oh, Basically, that's it. That's it. Dork you, of the Rings you watch, is a movie marathon. It's a it's a it's a Lord of the Rings do you movie drink marathon. While you do it? Oh, you do whatever you want to do. Let me tell you, it's like have you guys ever seen the movie Hands on a Hard Body? Have you ever seen that? No. no. It's a, it's a, well, maybe that's my other bridal break. Then since everybody else got two. It's 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 a movie that was filmed one. in like Georgia in in the in the early eighties uh-huh. of a of a contest that a that a uh, joint contest between a radio station and a car dealership where certain people who got their names picked out of a hat got to stand and hold put their hand on a brand new Toyota hard body truck and the person the last person with their hand on it wins the truck and. It gets shit gets crazy. It gets people start losing their and this is sure. kind of what happens a little bit in Dork of the Rings. You go, you re- you really go into this world. You're saturated with this story, and it's a very uh, it's intense, intense and complex mm-hmm. story. And like I said, when I when I did this, I had never read the books, so I didn't know what the stories were. Yeah, I mean, I didn't know Gandalf from Bilbo Baggins or any of that shit, you know. <laughs> Um, but it was an incredible experience, and and you really it really um, guaranteed guaranteed to take your mind off of a wedding. There's no way you're going to be thinking about a wedding. But you this. have to do it in a group. Then it's you got to order. Yes, you you got to do, do a lot of ordering <laughs> well, takeout. Let yeah. me tell you, if you a dork of the rings, a solo dork of the rings, that's that's sad. That's not <laughs> that's not a good thing. Don't do that. 
But yeah, you need plural. You need dorks. people. You need support because it is. It's like a freaking marathon. It wears you out, and by the end of it, there's this incredible sense of accomplishment. You're like, oh my god, we made it through this shit. Everybody <laughs> stayed awake. Oh my god. Is there any break between the episodes? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. You you take a break. You 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 have to build. You have to build in meal breaks, and mm-hmm. th- sometimes you have to take short breaks. You know, because you if you take long breaks every time, you're not gonna get through it all. No, no. They are long movies. Let me tell you. Um, but they're Wait, was great the, movies. Was the last one put into two two parts? The Hobbit was put into two parts. Yes. Yeah, so and Hobbit that's what was. that's what thwarts you in terms of being able to add the Hobbit in. If mm. you add the Hobbit in, you really if, you're like I, adding five hours, six you, hours, right? You're not going to probably get through it all. I mean, I love it. Intense. If somebody, I'm tired thinking about it. You know, it is. It's exhausting. It's exhausting, <laughs> but right, it's fine, exhausting Mike. in a good we'll way. All right, fine, Mike. We'll do Dork of the Rings with you tomorrow. <laughs> it's fine. Tomorrow? This needs to happen. Yeah. You know what? It really does because it's a pretty awesome. It's a pretty awesome thing. <laughs> Maybe we'll do Dork of the Rings. And we'll have eggnog and pecan pie. If I have eggnog while watching that, I'm going to fall asleep like well, immediately. Probably, Those you martinis. You don't want eggnog. You want coffee. Am I coffee. allowed? To, I have a question. <laughs> Am I allowed to sleep through it? No. Oh, okay. oh. Are you? No, how I, dare you? I need you to understand, Mike. I, how dare you? I adore falling asleep while watching stuff. Oh, my god. Every single Harry Potter movie, I go in. I bet your husband. Big old really eyes. And I'm just like, oh my God, look how much they've grown since the last movie. <laughs> but then since I've read the books, like I don't really care about the plot because I know what happens. So once they get to like, you know, Hogwarts and we get Hagrid and something happens, I just kind of drift off to sleep. And then I wake up during the big action because there's so much noise. it's loud. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> so I'm always seeing some sort of Voldemort splash, splash. And then they're like, yay, victory, roll credits. I'm like, well, that was a great movie. <laughs> that's like my wife watching apocalypse now i've tried to get her to watch that movie like six times she's never made it through i once went to go see apocalypse now redux yes! so, so oh, the extended the version I saw it in on the imax yes. at lincoln center and here's that's what i where did. i saw it holy shit wow but i remember it was kind of theater. like we could have been i remember i got showing. there and it was in the evening, and I had been working that day, and I thought, oh, I should probably get like a coffee just to keep me awake. And I got an, I got like a double latte or some shit like that and just pounded it. <laughs> and that was when I learned that I shouldn't have caffeine at night. <laughs> and it was, I feel like I had my own personal nom for that movie. <laughs> oh, no. My heart was pounded, just the caffeine and oh, the no. intensity of the movie. And I had never seen Apocalypse Now at oh, any no. you don't want to at start all before. Redux. And it's really long and IMAX. And it was, I was like gripping the seat and just like sweating. <laughs> it was great. I love, that's my favorite movie, uh, Apocalypse Now. God damn. Damn, Mike. Yeah, yeah but that is I, an intense it, movie. It's an intense movie, and I wouldn't say I'm not the type of person that picks favorites, and I couldn't tell you what my second favorite movie is, but that's my favorite movie. It's not The Hobbit. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's probably like Airplane or something stupid like that. But, but I, <laughs> that's I, a good movie. I love it's it. Fun. No, but that, it was he he cut the movie the right way. Redux was cool to see, but that stuff what that stuff wasn't supposed to be in there. My God, it was nuts. I don't know. All I know is that version, and I can't rewatch it because I have nightmares. You're done. I'm yes. done. I'm out. Um, I so, can I can pull you aside after and tell you every scene that was added and why it shouldn't have been there. Oh Jesus! Okay, <laughs> I can't wait. I'm super excited, guys. Guys, don't leave me alone with him. 
Um, Dork of the Rings. Dork of the Rings. Yes. Dork okay, so that rings. is the bridal breaks. Mike, we're now going to move on to. Um, do you have anything to plug, man? Thank you yeah, for coming man. on the show. Yeah, he does. You gave us love by bringing, bringing yourself on the show. We want to give you love. I have a really you good push time. your stuff. This was. Re- I was nervous about this. And why? I. Well, I don't know. I Are mean, we mean? No. I know I Pam just, can be intimidating, but I'm super true. nice. I, I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I was a little nervous and I found myself uh, really enjoying. You found it, your so. voice, man. Yeah, I did. So <laughs> tell everybody where we can find you and what's going on with you. Well, I um I think as you mentioned I'm an actor and a musician and, and a coach for and the money and a coach. what is it Mighty 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 football coach <laughs> um, but I have a band called Stump Waller and that's a Stump Waller with a P Stump Waller Stump Waller yeah I spent a lot of time explaining that to people for some reason and um I. I I got it immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Stumpwaller. Yeah. Anyway, um, you can find that at stumpwaller.com, Facebook uh, forward slash stumpwaller. Reverb Nation is a good place to go. Reverb Nation is a great site if you don't know about it, where um, a lot of bands, especially independent bands, but not all independent bands, um, uh, will post their music in their videos. It's a great place to to go see music. There's a lot of of our music on there. and uh, Stumpwaller is actually having our big Christmas show. Uh, we call it the the Great Big Christmas Show, actually, at the Federal in NoHo, which is an amazing place to see music. And that's going to be December 26th from 7 to 11 p.m. And what's cool about this year's show is that for we, we always have an opening uh, act, but this year instead of an opening band, myself and uh, two other guys, really funny dudes, um, named Guilford Adams and um, Spencer Cantrell, who you guys might know, who they come to a lot of our shows. Um, we've written a, uh, a three-man version of uh, a Christmas carol set in a uh, rural Walmart in Alabama. <laughs> and we're going to perform that. It's like called, it. amazing. It's called an achy breaky Christmas, and we're going to <laughs> we're going to do that beforehand. That's awesome. And you, we just put out a new record uh, called Down by the River, which you can get on iTunes and and Spotify, and it's all over the place. And you know, buy a hard copy from me. Go to go to um, f- uh, facebook.com forward slash stumpwaller and ask me to send you a real copy because that's what I want you to have. Um, you can also follow me and my acting. My crazy acting antics on uh, uh, Instagram. That's Mike M Y K. That's really important. It is because you will not find me at M I K E. It's M Y K Watford. So it's Mike underscore Watford at Instagram and MikeWatford.com and Facebook.com forward slash Mike Watford fans. Gosh, that's a lot of plugging shit. Sorry guys, you're a busy dude. You're a big important. And I'm also doing this really cool wedding podcast right now, so I just want to plug that. I want to plug that too. (laughs) Wedding confessionals. It's going to be an episode 36, (laughs) I think, right? I think so. Yeah, whatever. We'll find out later. Um, So, um, uh, Pamela. Yes. We have to plug our stuff now. Yes. Are you ready? Yep. I mean, you stole the clipboard. You should be. I'm now holding it away from you. I've had two glasses of wine, so I needed a little bit of help. Okay, fine. So, um, if people want to find more information about us, where should they go? Weddingconfessionals.com. We have three different social media handles that we are um, using actively. What are they? Not Pinterest. Nope. 
Uh, but Facebook. Yeah. And Instagram. Yeah. And Twitter. Twitter. Um, if you would like to send us your stories, and please do, if you need any advice. We love them. Or you want to tell us your confessionals. Yes. Um, what email address should they send it to? Weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. And if they want to leave us a voicemail, we have set up a Google phone account where you just call. You don't have to actually talk to a person. It's just yeah. a machine. So it's don't feel weird about voicemail. it. And we're also not going to air your ramblings we're gonna type it out and then read it so don't feel bad if that's the easiest way if you feel like annoyed by typing something you can just call us um the number is 434-933-2663 again 434-933-2663 or they can go to our website and there's a tab that says what pam tell us your secret tell us your secret and from that feature, it's kind of cool. You go and you click that feature and you can put it whatever name you want. It doesn't have to be Wedding Confessionals or your actual name. Mm-hmm. You just put in any name that you want. And then you just write within the comment section uh, what's going on with you, whether it's a question or a confessional. And then you hit send. No phone number, no email address. Mm-hmm. All anonymous. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's fine. We, we don't, don't know. We don't really care. We're just no. trying to make it easy and give you a bunch of different options. Um the other thing is, Pam, we are on Apple Podcasts slash iTunes, and we, are. we really want you guys to leave reviews. We and love rate reviews. Us. Yes. We like five-star ratings. We love to read the reviews. Yeah. So give us a fun review. Yeah. You guys are fun. Um, and then we're available on a bunch of different podcast providers. A bunch. Now, this is why Pam stole the clipboard, for those who didn't understand what was going on earlier. I like to quiz Pam on she does the different podcast providers that you can go to to listen to our podcast it's really not fair no it's After good two i worked really wine, hard like, and i put us on a bunch of different places it's true and i've already done the hard work and now all you have to do is know what hard work i did this is the hard work by telling oh this is the heart <laughs> this is it you naming 11 places it's a fun. that's a lot thank you okay i've clicked my pen i'm ready to go <laughs> 11 places where you can find us. You can probably find us on more, but these are the ones I know about. Yes. Pam, hit me up. Tell me all of them. Apple Podcasts. Yes. Player FM. Two. Stitcher. Yeah. Google Play. Yep. Didn't help you, did it? <laughs> Clipboard didn't get you far. Cheetahs never prosper. Um, no, 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 no. I got some. I got some. Um, Podcast Republic. Yep. Podcast Addict. Yep. Um, Overcast. No. Yes. 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 Downcast. Yep. Castro. Yep. You have one more and it's one of the original five. Really? Yes. You missed one. Um, Oh, Podbean. 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 I got them. I'm so proud of you. Yay! You fucking cheat. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's it, guys. We're gonna head out of here. Mike, thank you so much for coming Thanks on the show. Thanks for coming on. Thank you for so fun, me. Pamela. Yes. I'll see you next week, you fucking cheater. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song and to Ramsey Malay and Brian Maylard for their technical support, which we desperately needed. Want to make sure you don't miss a single episode? Subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud, and make sure to give us a five-star rating, or I guess a four if you're being judgy like us. If you have a crazy story to tell or need some advice, you can reach us by going to our website, weddingconfessionals.com. 
Or you can email us at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Or leave us a voice message at 434-933-2663. That's 434-933-2663. And as always, we will never reveal the names in order to protect the innocent and the annoyed. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you're looking for those links, you can find those and more at our website, which if you haven't figured out by now is weddingconfessionals.com. See you guys next time. Bye.